0: Welcome. Rochelle here to share another inspiring episode. Unabashed You is women talking about stuff. It's a place where we can be uniquely ourselves without apology. We want to be wise, to know our worth, and to enjoy whimsy. Women, we got this. And to the men listening, we are grateful for your involvement. Christine O'Donnell is our next guest in the Insta Summer Series She has a podcast called Podcast Coaching with Christine to, you guessed it, coach podcasters. Relevant, insightful topics to guide us towards success. And that can be measured in all sorts of ways, both professional and personal. What I appreciate about Christine's journey is the way she was able to take an extremely difficult time from her former career as a journalist and to turn it into something good. Not everyone can do that. You will hear the things she learned and how she is using those lessons to mentor podcasters. You don't have to be in that world to apply the wisdom she has gleaned. It can be for anyone and is for everyone. I'm not sure how we found each other on Instagram, but we did. Christine O'Donnell has a podcast called Podcast Coaching with Christine. She specializes in mentoring other podcasters, and I'm a part of that community. Through her past career as an Emmy nominated journalist, she's able to take her experience and passion to help others grow their vision. Welcome, Christine. Thank you, Rochelle. it's so fun to have you in this different way. I love it. Such a joy.
1: Yeah. Thanks for having me.
0: (laughs) Yeah. It's a treat. All right. right, Let's just start with our listeners getting to know you a bit. And uh, is there anything you want us to know about you to get started?
1: Hmm, My favorite condiment is ketchup. Um, (laughs) Really enjoy it on Mac and cheese and most other things. Um, that was going to be my next question.
0: How do you <laughs> utilize it other than hot dog hamburger in the obvious places?
1: Okay. If you haven't tried ketchup on just that Kraft Mac and cheese yet, this is the sign you were waiting for to just put some ketchup on there. <laughs> 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 uh, I, I mean, your introduction was great, Rochelle. I am, I'm an Emmy nominated TV journalist, spent 10 plus years in the TV news in- industry, transitioned into marketing and then podcasting. and And now I guess I'm an entrepreneur. Yes. Who would have thought? Yes, you are. You certainly are.
0: What three words would you use to describe yourself?
1: I would say I am driven, loyal, and caring. Driven,
0: loyal, and caring. Okay. And again, I don't know you all that. I mean, I know you a little bit, but I would say those words feel really accurate and spot on. So that, yes, you're always doing the things and you've, you know, you do have loyalty. And what was the last one again?
1: Caring. Caring.
0: Yeah, you are caring. Yes, you are very caring. Okay. This is going to be fun. <laughs> Two truths and a lie, because what do I know? Unless you tell me your kid's name's wrong, that's about the only thing I could possibly call you on. Other than that, don't know. Uh,
1: Okay. So um, I've hiked all 46 high peaks of the Adirondack Mountains. I was fired from a job for, for a social media post. I hung out with Snoop Dogg after being invited to his movie premiere. Okay. All right.
0: Okay. 46 Adirondack Peaks fired for a social media comment and hung out with Snoop Dogg. Okay. You know, here's the thing. I did a little bit of sleuthing before we got on. And so I know that one of those is true based on what I read. So I'm thinking that you actually did hang out with Snoop Dogg. And I'm going with the 46 Adirondack Peaks because maybe there's 44 or 47 or 41 or 36 or fill in the blank. Okay, so tell us.
1: There are 46. six high peaks of the Adirondack Mountains. I did not hike them. You are right. Um, my uh, my brother is the one in the family who has hiked all 46 high peaks. Um, I was like, what's something cool that I wish I did?
0: <laughs> but do um, you really wish you'd done that?
1: Yes. I I think that would be just like such an accomplishment. I would feel so proud of myself and just like to resign yourself to like being into nature and just like getting all gross, (laughs) just like, I feel like I would stop caring and just enjoy the wilderness in a way that like, I would have to hate it a little bit first until I enjoyed it. (laughs) It'd start off like, this is great. I love this so much. This is so great. And then it would be like, in my mind, this is how I imagine it going, what was I thinking? Oh, this sucks. I really, really wish I didn't decide to do this. I'm so sweaty. I'm so smelly. I hate this thing. What I'm my body's sore. I'm tired. And then, like, I think there's probably like this moment where you like get through the tough stuff and you're like gosh, I'm so glad that I like decided to do this crazy thing and hike all these mountains. And usually it's like a group thing. Like my brother went with a group of people and it was like for a month, that's what they did. They just, it was, they Uh, hiked 46 high peaks within a month.
0: Oh, okay. Cause I was, uh, that was my next question. Was this done in one fell swoop?
1: Yeah, I believe it was the month. Like it was a, oh it was like a summer gosh. camp thing that he did. Um, that, and he, okay. Well, And I'm ha- from upstate New York, so yeah.
0: Well, hats off to him because that definitely did not make my list whatsoever. <laughs> so good. I, I love that people have their things. Love it. Okay. Yeah. And so you well, did. your thing? Oh, I don't even know, but that is definitely not <laughs> it. I mean, well, it... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> It's more, you know, chill on the beach on, on Wailea, Maui. You know, and and I, I love walking, snorkeling, swimming, all those things, and then a nice dinner out. You know, that's mm. more my idea. Yeah, yeah. I don't really want to work hard on my vacation harder than I work in my real life. That's kind of my own little my own little thing. Oh, but those are great. So you did get to hang out with Snoop Dogg, obviously. For sure, yeah. Oh, that is so fun. Is he just uh, the character that he appears to be?
1: You know, I, I was expecting one kind of person. And then I met him, actually, I was interviewing him on behalf of, so I was a reporter at Fox 11. It's the Los Angeles station out here. I live in Los Angeles. And I was interviewing him for our sister station out of New York city. And so I like just hung out And waited for him for like an hour and then when he finally showed up I was expecting like one guy and then he was this completely like I I, I thought maybe he might be aloof I thought maybe like I wouldn't be so taken by him but he was like this like tall dark and handsome charismatic friendly like observant Guy and he just was really fun to talk to and hang out with, and I don't know, we just kind of like clicked. And he was like, "You want to come to my movie premiere later?" And I was like, "Really? (laughs) You want me to come? Sure." And so I went, and like I just hung out with him and drank beer and and watched his show and met his friend. Like, I don't know. We just oh have a fun gosh. time. Oh my gosh. How fun.
0: That is really fun. And yeah. it was so spontaneous. That that makes it even better. And the fact that he has this persona and we might perceive him in one way, but then you really, you got to see him in a completely
1: different way. I think that's really, what a great experience. Just like an easy person to spend time with, you know, yeah. like just it's like, this is great.
0: Okay. And because I did a little sleuthing, I know your second thing is true. You were fired yeah. for some sort of a social media post. Boy, was that before cancel culture? Or was that the beginning of cancel culture?
1: Um, I guess that depends on what cancel culture means. Okay. Um, <laughs> so I feel like, like this, like cancel culture, like, has even become political, right? Oh gosh. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. um, So this was before the Me Too movement happened. Um, I was fired from a station in Boston. Yeah. Boston, Massachusetts for a social media post that was actually not even true. Like someone slandered me <laughs> in a social media post and um oh. and my agent told me not to like feed the beast not to fight back cuz like I wrote a statement saying like hey like actually this isn't true I can't believe that he said this and and I also couldn't believe that my news director and general manager would fire me over something like so trivial but I think that just oh. kind of goes to sh- show you how much easier it was to just like let me go rather than like then stick up for me or yeah like, I, I I actually think that I was maybe the straw that broke the camel's mm. back and like some bigger scheme of things that was going on that I wasn't really aware of um, I found out someone at the station actually forwarded this video to the blogger and like So yeah, it became like this whole thing that was totally taken out of context. And I really wanted to speak up for myself and I didn't because Uh. I listened to my agent and then I listened to the advice of like some other, you know, men in the industry. And I really love men. I do, but (laughs) I just feel like one of the reasons I am so passionate about what I do today is because I didn't speak up for myself when I really should have. I shouldn't have been so insecure and worried and scared about this, that, and this, because I was a really, and I still consider myself to be a very talented journalist and a really talented broadcaster. And and unfortunately, I didn't speak up for myself when I should have because I got scared. And like, my confidence was just like, ah, just like, it just, it, it like really knocked the wind out of me in this like way that I just wasn't expecting. Like it just really blew my mind. Um, and it, it actually, it like really like hurt my, hurt me yes. in a way that I wasn't expecting well, it. Well, of to. course,
0: because whenever yeah. we're misunderstood like that, I mean, it's one thing if you said it and you stood by it, like, yeah, I said that and I believe that and I think that. And then you get fired and you do. There's something about that. That's not nearly as awful as something being twisted. And then you're not even, you know, somebody reported that you said something which got all twisted around and you're right. It's like, well, well, wait a minute. Where are you all? Where are my allies? Where's my team? Yeah. I had,
1: I had, I, I had, you know, the women in my life were being so supportive. They were like, you should sue this, that. And I was all like, and, and then my, my manager was like, oh, but if you sue, then you'll be labeled difficult. And then you'll be the difficult woman. <laughs> yeah. and nobody's going to want to hire her who yeah. fights back against her managers. Yeah. Yeah. You were like, actually like, put just,
0: in Yeah. You were put in a no win situation. <laughs>
1: truly. I, I really? Like, I just was like, I don't, I just I didn't know what to I I really just was at a loss for like what my move my next move forward was. And so I just kind of I like looking back, I really do wish that I I had spoken up for myself and owned it in a way that I didn't. And I think movie like in the years that have since gone by, I became like at first, like totally was like felt like a victim. But then like the more I thought about it, the more I realized like. I was more angry at myself for not speaking up for mm-hmm. myself. And so again, one of the reasons I love podcasting and coaching people to use their voice to make a difference for themselves right. and for other people in their lives.
0: Well, I love how it turned out for good, even though it was <laughs> a painful situation and it hurt your heart, it, it, you did end up healing from it and then taking that and using it for good. And I I absolutely love stories like that, where you trace the genesis of what you've been through going back to then. And and I'm sure other things that brought you now to where you are, you know, having this great impact and inspiring the rest of us. So while it, it certainly is nothing you would have signed up for, I'm sure you see the gift in what you were given through it.
1: I definitely found more confidence in building a business for myself and actually like seeing it work than I ever like expected. Like there's something I think more powerful that like all podcasters can feel when all of a sudden they're like, whoa, (laughs) I can do this for myself. Like I don't need to be like Christine O'Donnell, da-da-da news, like Christine O'Donnell, Fox Eleven, Christine O'Donnell, NBC 26, Christine O'Donnell, News yeah. 10, Albany. Like there's like so many like different handles I've had like over yes. the years. Like whether it's ABC, NBC, Fox, like I've always been like I've had that like backing me up. But once that's gone, and you know, most podcasters don't have that at all. And you build something. <laughs> for yourself without this like call sign behind you. It's so like, there's the confidence that like comes from building something on your own without somebody giving you permission, like giving you like, here, here you go. (laughs) Um, there, yeah, it's just, I, I was never expecting to like for what that would feel like, and so I'm really glad I got to experience it. And I mean, I still have a long way to go, but
0: yeah. Well, and I would use, certainly use that word to describe you. Confident would definitely be a word I would use. Uh, okay, that's incredible that that story and and how it brought you to where you are today, and, and like I said, the impact you're having. All right, little pivot here one of your favorite movies. Now we of course have a, uh, quite a few, we each have quite a few, but I love narrowing this down to one. Mm. Okay. So like one, like your, one of your favorite movies of all time.
1: I thought about this and actually I didn't realize that this is, it, this is actually like a top favorite movie, like of all time. Cause I was like, what's my favorite movie? And I thought and thought, and so this may be other people's favorite movies too. And it's a Shawshank. <laughs> Ah oh. Shank Redemption. Oh. Got a little true crime in there. <laughs> okay. So why but, is it one of your favorites? You know what? I think it's because, gosh, for so many different reasons, right? Like every time I watch that movie, like I see something like, mm. I didn't see before. Like I can, oh, like I always watch it and see something new or like, there's like this, like little like side story or like side, like takeaway that I wasn't, that I didn't see the first time or the second time or the third time or the fourth time or however many (laughs) times I've seen it. And I also don't get tired of it. Like I never feel bored. And, and also like, there is no, something i've learned i think as i gr- as i get older and older and older and keep growing up right like i feel like we keep going through periods of growing up as we get older even though we i like feel like i'm like still 18 sometimes <laughs> yeah. um there's a there nothing is nothing is good and nothing is evil like n- there is only like this gray area in life and i love that the characters like are not all good or all bad. Like there's, there's, they're all murky, and right. and you love them in spite of the murkiness, and you think that they're good even though they're not, <laughs> like, because <laughs> like, nobody is good or bad. Like it just, I I really love that. I love that you know there's an escape story. My father was a corrections officer when I was a little girl, so growing up, like my dad would go to jail every day oh <laughs> to be a God. corrections officer. So like. Like, I don't know. It's also kind of like, I'm like, Hmm, was that like, was that was, was that what it was like when my dad would go to work? Like, I, I don't know. Like, so I, I, I feel like I I just don't really know. It's not like he brought me to work on bring your daughter to work day. Oh my gosh. (laughs) I asked him when the other kids got to go. Um, but he never brought me. Um, and also there's like, yeah, the true crime element. Um, And then there's just like like the story of like the underdog, like making it through, being underestimated. And and the whole time he had this like secret plan and nobody thought that he was actually like going to do it. And then he does it in the best way. And so, (laughs) yeah, yeah, I just love it. I can never. Oh,
0: that's a good one. And certainly one that has uh, great writing, great directing, great performances to where you really can like and grow attached to a character that, like you said, is not necessarily a good character or a bad character, but is a little bit of of both.
1: You know, I found myself, yeah, and like reimagining like what this story would look like if it was all women. Oh. like what, what would Reboot. Shawshank Redemption look like if the characters were women, not men? Interesting, like, right? Because it's like it's such like it's such a male like there's like all the roles right are all male I'm like what would these females look like there are women spending you know serving life in prison right now right so anyway just okay that's, thought, anybody that, out there want to write a story yeah <laughs> yeah we'll, we'll help produce <laughs> your
0: audience is here and yeah. I'm curious all right, so segueing right into because we're talking about women, a woman that inspires you.
1: My grandmother inspires Ooh. me. She okay, why is someone who finds joy every day, and she's experienced a lot of difficult stuff. Mm. I got to be careful because I feel myself starting to cry. (laughs)
0: Oh, but that's so sweet. And that's real. Okay.
1: Yeah. It's just, you know, I think um, finding joy when you just, so she's, gosh, I can't even, I can't even get it out. (laughs) It's Um, okay. She buried her husband. Okay. And four of her five children. Oh. And, um. Oh, and she's still going strong and still finding Fine. joy. Well, she has dementia now, so okay. she um she doesn't remember much, unfortunately. Um, but uh, but <laughs> even with that, she's still like if you were to meet her, um, she would like strike up a conversation with you and just be like, "So, how's your day? What's going?" Like, she just still finds joy, and I think Aww. that there's something really powerful to just like having that outlook on life and I sometimes wonder like is this genetic is this, yeah, please is, is this something that like you like choose is it a mindset like what what makes someone look for the joy in every day um also when their memories are fading and right. also when she did have all of her memories, she still did find mm. joy in every day. So. And what's her first name? She would really not like,
0: okay. <laughs> I, that's shared fine. Her first
1: name. I will though, because no. I think it's powerful. Um, okay. Well, you're she, so she likes to. Well, she likes to be called Pinky. Pinky. Okay, well, there the you go. Pinky. Pinky the likes. grandma. We love that. But okay. She, I'm going to share her name because I think it's a powerful name. And her, her given name at birth is Henrietta. So oh, yeah. It's a good name. She just yes. would rather be called Pinky. Pinky. Okay. OK. Oh, I.
0: That's so a beautiful story. Thank you for sharing that. And obviously very heartfelt. And yeah, grandmothers really can be inspirational to us. And it's anytime you get to spend time with a grandmother or grandfather, you know, uh, our elders, so to speak, then that is, that's a gift. And if you've got to grow up around her, that's a real gift. What's a piece of wisdom that you keep handy?
1: Um, To invest in myself. I think that just when we take the time to take care of ourselves, um, which is the thing that's also (laughs) something that's easy to forget or to like overlook. Um, I, I mean, I feel like this has been something I've been repeatedly telling myself lately because- I do have two young children and um, I don't know, we're still like in the, the, there's still a pandemic happening, right? So there's, there's been a lot of, it's been hard, I think for us to make time to care for ourselves mentally, physically, emotionally. But like, that is something lately that I just keep reminding myself, like you are awesome. So take care of yourself so you can be awesome for yourself yourself and for the people you like who are yes. in your life because right. when when I'm happy and when I'm feeling good, I know that I show up better in every single situation uh, yes. that I'm in. So absolutely. Um so yeah, I just that that's been the thing that I've been telling myself lately. It's just to that's focus a, on
0: and that's a great thing. And it's an it's an important thing because it, it starts from you. You can't feel something for someone else you don't already feel for yourself. And so taking care of yourself is critical if you're going to go out and do the things you want to do for your loved ones and then for others. All right, it's time to take the deep dive. Your passion right now. So you went from journalism and then you had this, I don't know if it's a 180 degree turn. I'm not really good at my mathematical skills, but some kind of a pivot. We'll go with a dance term there. A pivot into marketing which somehow then pivoted into podcast coaching and that is now your your passion so what do you do you want to tell us the genesis of that or just kind of like what you do now and how you're you're speaking into um mentoring others
1: Yes. Uh, <laughs> I love it. Yes, is my yes. yes. Um, I'll start with the Genesis and I'll, uh, it, cause it, it will lend to each other. Okay, good. Um, so during that, you know, dark period, the dark period after I, yeah, after I was fired, which, Like as someone who's always been like at the top of their game, right? Like I consider myself a high performer. I was an NCAA athlete. I had a full scholarship to college. Like I'm like, I was on the honor roll. Like I was like AP everything. I was like always a top performer. And then all of a sudden I'm fired for something like what? (laughs) Like it really just like knocked me down into like the dark place. So when I was in that dark, dark place, <laughs> um, <laughs> I ended up getting headhunted through LinkedIn by a company I'd never heard of before. And they were like, hey, we're starting this online health news branch of our business and we would love for you to help us launch it. We're building a newsroom. And I mean, I always like believed that the future of media... And journalism was digital, and so I was like, "Hmm, like this could be an interesting like, this is interesting. Let's see." And so I went for an interview, weirdest interview I've ever been in in my life, um, just like weirdest place I like it was a everything was just really weird. But also, I came from the TV news business, which was just also really weird. So I was trying to like give it a grain of salt. Um, so uh, so yeah, I um, they end up like. I, I didn't think they were gonna be able to afford me. And then they did. So oh. I was like, huh, okay, well, I'll give it a try. And so I took the position. Within my like first month of working there, the guy who was building this news team who hired me ended up leaving the company. And they decided to uh like completely change like what this the newsroom oh. was. They were like, okay, we're gonna give you guys all new roles. And I'm like, huh? <laughs> like what? <laughs> um, and so I was like, well, okay, we'll give it a try. And so I like gave it a try and then it, it didn't feel quite right. But I got pregnant. <laughs> so oh, perfect! I was like, I'm not leaving now. I got pregnant. This this place has bathrooms. TV <laughs> news people don't really have bathrooms when they're out covering stories. Like side note, um, so that was like a huge like you know draw for me. A business with <laughs> bathrooms, a job with. Anyway, um, so <laughs> I uh, so I I stayed, and I, I I wanted to learn as much as I could, right? Because marketing is just a very, it's it's a similar beast, but a different beast. Um, and what they were having us do was just weird, and it kept changing. and And then I went on my maternity leave. You know, when it when maternity leave came, and uh, and they. What is it? They like two days after I had my son on a Friday. That Monday, they laid off my entire department, (sighs) except for me, because I was on maternity leave and that would be illegal. So (laughs) they just weird. It's just weird. And then I came back after my maternity, well, while I was on maternity leave, I decided like, oh, I don't like, I don't trust this place. I don't know what I'm going back into. So I started my podcasting business. I ended up like hiring a business coach and looking into podcasting. And then when they brought me back in, they were like, hey, um, we're going to launch like a podcast. Do you think like you could handle that for us? And I was like, sure that' actually like it's great like because they didn't know all of this and if you're listening hello um, so uh, so anyway I did I, I launched the a podcast for the company um, it became one of the top podcasts worldwide in just a few wow. short months um yeah it grew very fast like we also had a like I was building the podcast on behalf of uh, an expert who already like had a New York Times best-selling book and okay. he had an email list like he had some traction out there and so I was I was building upon like something that like already had a foundation in the marketing world and marketing is really important to podcasting if you want your podcast to grow unfortunately slash fortunately like it's something (laughs) that you can learn how to do it takes a lot of work and there are tricks and tick like of the trade but it's just kind of like gosh, there's one more thing us podcasters have to do. I'm already producing this content and I wasn't planning on doing all this work. So there's just so many different layers. And so anyway, I, uh, yeah, we had a lot of success with that podcast. Um, I hadn't taken my full maternity leave when I had left that business. Okay. And so I are, or, or when I, um, when I was on maternity leave, I didn't take the full thing. And so when I, I only had a year in width, in which to like, take all of my maternity leave with my son Asher. And so I decided like, okay, I'm going to take the rest of my maternity leave before I don't have it anymore. Oh, so smart. So I like split up my maternity leave. I know. I thought it was so smart. Well, while I, when I split up my maternity leave, because the podcast was so successful and I had like set up a team to keep it going, they decided, okay, we're going to now hand this off to someone else. We'll have Christine do something else when she comes back. Here's another, like, this is a personality flaw. I cared way too much. I'm like, how could you possibly ta- like literally give away my baby? Like it felt like they were giving away, like I came up with the plan, like I like, what? Yeah. Um, and so I quit <laughs> 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 and built my own company. It started off like I was producing podcasts on behalf of other influencers, thanks to referrals. Like people kept referring me one person to another person and um, and that um, is not scalable to continue producing like everyone else's production. And so, and I also felt like as a podcaster, I should really like our podcast producer, I should lead by example and produce my own show, mm-hmm. um, which is called Podcast Coaching with Christine. And I, um and so I started to like, Switch from producing to coaching, and so right. now I coach people how to do it. And I do. I have um, a community uh, membership program where I work with people in group and one-on-one settings to just help them grow their show, provide support for them because podcasting is hard, <laughs> and sometimes you need a little coaching.
0: Absolutely, that's, so that's what I do. What's the best part of what you're doing now?
1: <sighs> I think something that makes me feel amazing is seeing the success of the podcasters I'm working with. Mm. Like when, like, I just give people like a little bit of guidance or it, it's not a ton, right? Like, cause I'm not spending, like, I'm not right next to you, like holding your hand of every second of like the upload process. Right. But when I I hold workshops or I I do group sessions, and I see, and I see a success happen. like like one of the women in our community she doubled her downloads by like tweaking her titles and her descriptions after i worked with her on her seo and her newsworthy like ness of her show like that's that's awesome that's amazing like she's just like doubled her, her audience size just because like we worked together to fix like her podcast real estate with you know wow. um seo and it titles and newsworthy descriptions. So that that's been really fun. Um gosh, Michelle with Mentors on the mic, Mike, she ne- she wasn't charting at all and now she's like one of the top film interview podcasts in the United States. I think her peak position was 22 like on the charts for wow. Apple Podcasts. Like that's awesome. And before that I don't even think she was on the charts. So like just like these little things that I work with people on and then I see, "Oh, this huge success." It just like feeds my soul. Gosh, people have gotten writing gigs and they've made thousands of dollars. Like it's just awesome. That's wonderful. And what's the hardest part? The hardest part is I feel like I'm not doing enough. Mm. Like I feel like, like I wish that I could do more for everyone. And that like, like that weight I need to let it go. Like, cause I, I, I feel like I'm not giving myself enough credit sometimes, but I, I, I also feel like I want to do more, but I'm not, I can't, like I haven't quite hacked how I can do that yet. <laughs> so, um, so I think the thing that has been hardest is like, I want to do more, but I feel like I can't do everything. And I mean, who can, right? right like I think right. you've even like text messaged me and you're like, how are you, like, what? Like, how are you doing? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how I'm doing all of this. I just am. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not doing enough. I need to do more. <laughs>
0: so, Well, I think, the, and I'm sure you found this to be true, the, the more we get into it, the more we re- realize there's more to do. Yeah. You know, and it's yeah. like, oh, there's that. Oh, there's that yeah. thing. You know, and it just, it just. In a good way, gets bigger and bigger, but then in another way, is challenging because you wonder how. Okay, I, I, can I get that into? And you know, you're just trying to keep the balls going in a really good way because I think we're we're both in parallel uh, planes of really enjoying what we're doing. And um, being fueled by it and the whole notion of we get to do this, I think you feel that too. And it it, it is such a good place to be.
1: Uh, Anything in conclusion? In conclusion, (laughs) if you feel like you've had a story on your heart or an idea for a podcast but you just haven't felt like you could put it out into the world you weren't sure about something you felt like maybe this isn't like you're not going to do it right like i would just to say if it makes you feel something then it should be out there in the world And if you need a little coaching, (laughs) start (laughs) off by listening to my podcast, Podcast Coaching with Christine. There is a lot of really good, insightful tips, not only from myself, but from every single one of my guests. They are literally amazing people who either have a podcast or are an industry insider or have done something so super amazing. And that talent can also be used to, to help independent podcasters grow their right. shows. So I, I would do that. And, and then, you know, if you're like, gosh, I want more, shoot me a DM on Instagram at right. the Christino D, you know, <laughs> like I'm so like, I'm on Instagram looking at like photos of like people broken pranks on each other and like of kids doing weird stuff posting pictures of my own kids doing weird stuff. So like, and, and, you know, there's podcasting stuff on there too. So, right. Yeah.
0: Well, I, I love that you get to be fully yourself right now. You know, you're not, I don't want to say just a journalist like that's not enough. That's plenty, but you're, you have all that experience you brought with you. And now you're wearing all these hats that really equal Christine. (laughs) You know, mom, wife, entrepreneur, podcast coach, the journalism background. I mean, all the things that have brought you to today, you get to use them all. And I, it just paints a beautiful picture of your contribution to, to the world, really. I mean, you are, you know, we keep using, I use the word inspire a lot, but I can't help it. It's a good word it's a good word. You're inspiring us. And, um, you know, with real practical, practical things that, that we can utilize, not, I mean, the cheerleading side is great too. We need both. We need both the how to and the, the get to and go, go, go. You've got this go do well. So thank you, Christine, for taking some time to be on unabashed you. I'm very grateful for your coaching and Uh, You're a a dear woman and I look forward to future and continued collaboration.
1: Thank you. I feel the same, same way. I appreciate you so much, Rochelle. Thank you, Christine.
0: All right. Stay tuned. We'll talk to you later. Okay. Bye-bye. In sharing her story, Christine has shown a valuable trajectory of growth and understanding her worth and in better listening to her gut. And while she might have done things differently if she had the opportunity to do it over, she is living proof of when you know better, you do better. Learning and growing from what we go through is the best possible way to go through life. Isn't that Part of why we are here. The Unabashed You website has photos, quotes, and a blog for each episode. Each episode's audio is embedded on its own page at unabashedyou.com. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, and Verbal. You're invited to follow, rate, and review. Our social media accounts, Instagram, Unabashed You, Facebook, Rachel Renee, R-E-C-H-E-L-L-E-R-E-N-A-E, and the pages at you, Twitter at Rochelle Renee. We depend on website visits, social media, and word of mouth to share these episodes. We are very grateful for growth. Knowing these conversations help you think, celebrate who you are, and move you in some way. So continue to listen, read, and be inspired. Our blessing for today. When we lose one blessing, another is often most unexpectedly given in its place. Amen. That is by C.S. Lewis. Look for the good. Go be unabashed. Be you.